This is the challenge. War of the Worlds 2. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Right Reality Podcast. Joining me this week, we have a very special guest host, a five-time challenger. She's the queen of petty, the world's leader in calling people corny, and you can see her doing both of those last things Thursday nights on X on the Beach. Guys, it's Marie! That was awesome. Thank you for that. Um, my biggest takeaway was that I'm the queen of petty, apparently, and yeah. I will own that till the day I die, so thank you. You're quite welcome. Good to see you. <laughs> How are things in your world? Things are good. Things are good. Can't complain about much. I can always complain, but you know. The last time we had you on was um, we were recapping the the final episode. By the way, still our highest downloaded episode of all time. So thank you for that. You're um, welcome. <laughs> but a lot of stuff has changed. You're on. You're uh, currently on X on the Beach, um, mm -hmm. which we'll talk about later. Um, and it it appears if anybody's, I mean, if you're not following her on Instagram, what are you doing with your life? Um, you're enjoying a fantastic summer in New York. Yeah. Uh, New York, New Jersey. Okay. But yeah. Life has been good to me. What's, what's the summer like in that area? It appears there's lots of boats involved, some adult lots. beverages, family parties that I need to get to at some point because <laughs> it just seems to be so much fun. Um, yeah. Lots of boats, lots of hose, lots of white claws, although I'm kind of over those. Um, but it's it just, I mean, it's just like a very chill environment, which is, you know, awkward for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, ex so explain to me the white claw because that it's clearly the drink of the summer. Yeah. What is, what does it taste like? If you were to kind of try to describe it to somebody who's never had one before, how would you try mm -hmm. to describe it? Basically, whoever created white claw realized that. All the bitches at the party are drinking vodka sodas. So it's literally like a vodka soda with like some sort of flavor. Okay. In a can. In a can. Yeah. Easy consumption. Easy consumption, better when mixed with actual vodka. Okay. Well. So double down. The move is to take the white claw and mix it with vodka. Yeah, it depends on how you party, but yes. Okay. <laughs> depends on how you party. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, so we, we got a bunch of stuff to get into. We had a jam-packed episode this week. Uh, we had some... I want to ask you a few questions about last week's episode. But also, um, guys, if you really like to watch the challenge, and I don't know why you're listening to this if you don't, there's a whole <laughs> fucking channel on Pluto TV now where it just plays old episodes. It's just like... You had a DVR saved, and it's just playing them constantly. You're yeah, getting it's a, a free you're app. getting a cut of this, right, Marie? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> but it's it's a it's an app called Pluto TV. If you have Roku or any of the the fancy smart TVs, you go get Pluto, and it's a whole channel on there. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. They're playing. Have you seen any of these yet? Um, honestly, I don't remember my apple id code and i've been too lazy to change it <laughs> so i haven't downloaded the app okay but as a narcissist you better believe that i have all of those seasons in my own laptop so i tunes i tunes okay then i have to ask what do you feel is is the is 
your best season then? Ooh, this is this is really a tough one because you have Battle of the Seasons, which was my rookie season. And honestly, to all of the potential rookies out there for the challenge, if you want to know how to get a call back for the rest of your life, you should take notes because that was pretty epic. That being <laughs> said, um, Final Reckoning was definitely my favorite because I think I showed a side of myself that people haven't seen before and and basically like being more intelligent and less rowdy and okay. wiser with my words. Got it. So and just kind of quirky and funny. Usually my edits kind of bitchy, so <laughs> it was a nice change. <laughs> and as you're watching that back you're like, "See, finally they get me. They finally got me right for a change." Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, I can't wait to go back on next season because I'm clearly a fan favorite now. And then this happens. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Well, guys, uh, l let's get to it. We got a lot of stuff to discuss with her. And, I mean, this could end up being a two-hour podcast. So we, we just, we just got to be careful <laughs> with our time here. Um, mm -hmm. But let's start with, um, with last week. There were some big moments from last week's episode short of like all this particulars about the structure of the season and, you know, voting and all that, which could be, you know, a whole podcast within itself. We won't get to but the biggest yeah. thing from last week that everybody was talking about on social media. And I know people within the cast were talking about is the decision of team us to pick turbo over CT. Do you have any thoughts on that? And um, what might you have said in terms of trying to give some influence to that? Okay. As a viewer and a fan of the show for a very long time, I have never been more upset than when they chose Turbo over CT. You're in a team challenge, right? So Team America is obviously stacked. I actually don't know how UK is going to win anything. You know, and when you're deciding between Turbo and CT, yeah, Turbo's great. We all know this. Like, he's a great competitor. He won last season, yada, yada, yada. But what is the challenge without CT? You know, he was rooting for them the entire time, you know, and then got put on the other team, which, though, after reconsidering it and knowing how CT works, CT is a very smart guy. And I think that they knew this before they or recognize this, per se, before they made that decision because they knew that they'd be voting in the other team, right? Mm -hmm. So basically, you put CT on that team. CT is a businessman. Yeah, He wants to get to the final. He doesn't care what he has to do. So if he has to throw a challenge, mm. he can do that. You know, and, you know, it's just more of a benefit for them, especially if they think that he's weak, which CT, I don't care if he's 95, will never be a weak competitor on the show. Yeah. Like, if he's your weakest link, like, that's nothing to cry home about. That's a really so. interesting point there that you brought up. Yeah, as a, as a viewer, you're just like, why would you do that? Yeah. And then, like, if you actually sit there and think about the strategy of it, which, you know, I know is the thing that Johnny says, when you start playing with your heart, that's the first sign that you're going to lose. You think about the strategy of it, you're like, well, that could help us because he, he knows how to play the game. He mm -hmm. gets involved and can do stuff. So, I, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you're right. As a viewer, you're just like you want to see him play with those other people. I actually yeah. think he's, if he were to take the emotion out of it, I think he's probably, especially after what we saw this this week with 
um, Jordan calling that little team meeting and him just hanging outside the room watching. He's yeah. like, thank God I don't have to deal with this fucking nonsense every single week. A hundred percent. I think CT is probably in the best possible spot he could be, mm-hmm. as well as Kaylee. I think she's in a great spot as well. Yeah, and, and before we get more into it, last week kind of set up this this thought of everybody keeps saying this might be the most stacked team ever on the challenge and i agree that there's some great competitors the problem is there's a lot of power hungry people and people who are not as zach said this week not used to taking kind of a uh, an ancillary role they're used Mm -hmm. to being the the leader if you will the narrator of the show like wes took over last year towards the end how do you think that plays out in terms of like in your experience, is this a situation and what do you feel like it's doing for the show or hurting the show? Well, first and foremost, whoever casted the Team UK, like, we need to talk. <laughs> you know, like, from what I've been told from my friends who have done the show, that first challenge that they did when they were running took about all of, like, 30 seconds. Really? You know? Yeah. Wow. It was very, very quick, like a sprint back and forth. Um, then you put them on a swimming challenge, which is a bunch of people from the UK can't swim. You know, if you look at the USA team, basically all of them have won a challenge before or could win a challenge. Or have been in a final. Yeah. yeah. You know, like the, it's the teams don't compare at all. Now, with the personalities, like last night I was watching the show and I felt like something was missing. I felt like I had anxiety the whole time. Because okay. everything was so serious. You know, I was waiting mm. for that break in like someone to just make me like giggle once. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when you have all of these really big personalities, you know, shooting for that narrate like the narrator spot, you kind of lose the fun side of the game. That's true. And that's you know what, that's a very good point because you know, on this show we like to do our quotes of the week. And last week, Turbo won because, you know, his his great understanding of the English language is always something amazing to watch. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any quotes this week because there was not really one hilarious moment other than Bananas saying, well, that confirms Wes is a shady motherfucker. Breaking news, everybody. When Jordan yeah. called his little team meeting. And that's a very good point. And, that, you know, I love the competition of the show. I've always loved that. But I've also I also love the entertainment value, the laugh I get, like like watching um, watching Tori last week give her like ITMs again, like her two cameras. I'm like, see when you go away and you come back and then you realize, oh, yeah, this person's really funny and entertaining. It's like it's like seeing your bits on X and the Beast. I'm like, oh, there's some laughter. Thank God we get. It's like, oh, thank you. Who's banging who? Who's, yeah, we get it. I want to laugh. I'm watching these shows as an escape for my day to day life. I want to laugh and enjoy. And last this week, even though it was 90 minutes of it, and again, I'm not going to complain because clearly, because no, clearly they listen to this podcast and we had been <laughs> saying it for three years that it should be 90 minutes. They yeah, you it. should sue them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the market. Or just give me a job. Crazy. Somehow on the show as well. You know, I'm cool <laughs> with. Whatever you want me to be, you know, a, an associate producer, just coming up with ideas and shit like that. Yeah. Hell, I'll no, I don't want to try all the challenges. 
I don't want to do that. I just, you know, I just felt like, you know, anytime they would cut to an interview with like Kyle or Bear, you know, I was waiting, I was waiting for something to laugh at, you know, like, like there's, this is going to be like where I laugh and like nothing. Like the funniest line of the episode to me was when Kara said that she sees a lot of herself in Cam. Like that was the only time that I giggled. (laughs) That and like during those like new ghosting show promo because that's a nightmare. Like who, who (laughs) thought of this? Is that another like, show you're going to be on, Marie? At this point, I'll take what I can get, I guess. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, that's, that's terrifying. Like, you, you don't you ghost people because you don't want to see them again. Like, right. And now we're going to just bring a camera crew yeah. to ask you why you ghosted them. It's always yeah. the same response. Like, yeah. it's one of two responses when you ghost somebody. Um, I just realized I didn't want to be with them anymore. Or, that's the first response. Or, yeah, we already hooked up, so I'm cool now. I mean, yeah, and it's it's all just very weird to me, to be honest. Also, the other weird, the weird, the other weird thing about it is like they had that they had for like, I don't know, they did three episodes of that bully show that was kind of like Catfish as well, where they like, wait like a second, track down online bullies. That was a thing. I 1000 yes. percent recommended that because I 100 percent wanted to be part of that show yeah they just they found like online trolls and then they like confronted them and being like did you really think that this was a nice thing to do well like this ghosted show they're using the same catfish like graphics and like logo like we can't even come up with a new logoing logoing yeah it's a it's a it's a catfish spinoff ghosting <laughs> yeah get ready to see it playing every single day every single hour on mtv well no because they actually have to pay the people on those shows if they re-air them i believe unlike oh unlike or it's... the show that i'm on yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right well there's a lot of stuff we got to get to in this episode uh yes. now that we've got kind of our pre-thoughts out of the way about all that type of stuff with the narrator and, and ct uh let's get to it uh idris won last week's elimination uh, poor Sean went home by Sean. Um, I, I, I was rooting for Sean. I had no problems with Sean. Um, that was kind of cute. Yeah. And then they said, if you um, if you decide to switch teams, you can only switch one time. It's like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. You get to, When you become a turncoat, you can't come back to the other team again. And yeah. then they started playing Stand By Me. Are you kidding me with the music this year, guys? Literally, you stole the words right out of my mouth. I don't know how much it cost them to play it. Maybe that's why they moved to 90 minutes, because they wanted to get some good like jams in there. Got to get that but ad revenue money back. Stand By Me came on. Like, I literally I felt like such an American at that moment. You know? <laughs> you know, I was like, wow. Did the UK people even know about this song? Like, we don't even know. We don't. Yeah. Was that was that a thing? Yeah. But this, well, now is, they this know. is two weeks in a row. I hope this trend continues. In like the first act, they're playing like absolute bangers of songs. Yeah. If American Woman doesn't play, I'll be very oh, upset. Oh, boy. Calling it now, it will play at some point. Okay. We're writing it down. Guys, write it down. Yeah. Marie called it. One of the girls is going to win a badass elimination. Yeah. And she's going to walk out of there to American Woman. Or she's going to she's going to get in a fight with one of the guys and just own them. Much like yeah. you do to people on Twitter, and then it'll just play, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's fantastic. Be, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a great moment. I have oh. chills thinking about it. Oh, I, I can't wonder wait. who's gonna get it. 
<laughs> oh man, should should we guess right now? Uh, we can, yeah. Okay. Um, I my thoughts are either between Cam, yeah, or Tori. Oh, I was gonna say Laurel or Kara. If they use that song for Laurel or Kara, I will be very upset. <laughs> also, mark that down right now. <laughs> we need to have. When when it plays, there must be an epic tweet that is involved if it is for one of them. I mean, Kara just went on social media and like wished everyone a happy Memorial Day weekend on Labor Day weekend. Like if they play American Woman for her, like <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Uh, how, how does that happen? And Laurel's from outer space, so <laughs> she's a very you know? interesting cat. One of my favorite one of my favorite moments of last week was they were all introducing themselves to each other. And, and Theo comes up, he goes, oh, hi. And she goes, I'm Laurel. Oh, you're Laurel. I've heard lots of things about you. Scary things. She's terrifying. She is. If she was to walk in the door right now, I would first pee myself, then pass out because I'm sure I was about to die. Yeah, I'd not call 911. I, I wouldn't even get the chance to. I'd be like, eh, eh, passing out dead by. <laughs> I would just start like video recording my screen right now so I have evidence. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. I saw it happen. And then she would look and be like, Marie. Oh. And she'd put her finger over yeah. her mouth, being like, quiet. And then I'd never say anything about it. And you just you're disappeared. Completely disappeared. Everybody, <laughs> I feel like they were recording a podcast and then he died. Well, yeah. That happens. Uh, Jordan called a team meeting after, after the vote situation, brought everybody back and was like, hey, guys, l- listen here. This is my Jordan impersonation. Got it. Uh, uh, listen here, guys. Um, Wes, Wes gave information to, to Josh and Rogan And then Wes is like Yeah but you made a deal with Rogan So what's the point here But to get Details out of Rogan right 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 Was to find out who leaked it Right and I get that Yeah But it's He was, he was saying well we gotta let everybody know Like how shady it is. And then bananas, bananas, as I was saying earlier, bananas were like, well, that just confirms Wes is a shady motherfucker. Great, great yeah, talk, everybody. Yeah. And I, yeah, like, I, what else is new? What else is new? He made deals with the rookies. It's his, it's right. He, he, this is the same strategy he has year after year after year. And for a lot yeah. of the times it works. But because yeah. the, of the situation of being on the two teams now, Mm-hmm. It might not work as well as it used to when it was like kind of everybody voting for themselves. So um, I just thought it was real funny. He was like, he was like, all right, guys, listen up. Everybody gather around. We're like, yeah, dad, yeah. what do you got? Yeah, dad. <laughs> Tell us a story, dad. Yeah. Um, it, I just thought it was rather funny and kind of laughable that it was like, we need to have a team meeting because like West was trying to do shady shit. Like, do we also need to have a team meeting when breakfast is there? Like, we just know I'm, that's going to happen. I mean, this goes back to big personalities. Like, yes. You know, um, Jordan, huge personality. Also, Jordan, he quite possibly could be one of the greatest challengers ever. Like, cocky, confident, what have you. It can get annoying. But he does back it up for the most part. That, that is true. You know, and his most cocky moment was when he flipped everything over and then he lost because he fell. But short of that, he's been able to get to finals and win. 
and that one I don't know which one it was that he just won handedly like just it wasn't wasn't even close he just like yeah blew everybody out of the water and I was like yeah. we have to wait to the reunion to find out he won shocking come on yeah and to, to be honest with you Wes has always been kind of a weasel yeah you know so like that's kind of getting old too to be honest with you like if if the cast and and the strategy and the gameplay doesn't line up like Wes is gonna be kind of fucked for lack of a better word well let's talk about that then um with the change to going to this two-team format which has been a very long time since we've had a two-team format does this how does i love team formats by the way i think it's great how does this kind of change if you had the same strategy as as Wes has had um, or yourself, how does this kind of change how you play the game week to week? Because it seems like you'd have to have two completely different strategies for a team game versus an individual game, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I my strategy would act. I'd have to say that out of everyone right now, the person that I have, you know, liked the most on the U.S. team, USA team, and you know, God strike me dead because I hate that I'm saying this is Paulie. He's been kind of quiet, you know, which is smart of him because there are all these big heads and stuff like that. And whether you're on Wes's team or not on his team, he's not someone that you can trust. He's proven this correct multiple times, you know, so a team environment for him is not a good situation. No. And considering if you're on team us or team uk it also seems like you'd have to have a completely different strategy what i what i kind of really like about this format that i haven't liked in years past is the format became so predictable that you kind of knew mm-hmm. like how to play it and like uh, you could kind of anticipate a twist and be like okay well based off this the twist could be this they've already given you a twist out of the gate which is you can switch teams mm-hmm you can be thrown into the tribunal and pick somebody from your own team or mm-hmm. somebody from the other team. And then it seems like you have to have alliances in your own team on the other team all together outside of that. And then within your own team, you'd need to have a separate alliance within your alliance. So yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on for sure. But I think the only thing that this season is lacking is that the UK really has no way of I don't think they're ever going to beat the US like it yeah. would be a much better season if the teams were more even that's all I'm going to say well this is something this is something that I wrote down that I wanted to talk about when we got to the competition but you know I really like that challenge the idea of that challenge but also at the same point like it's very clear they didn't have good swimmers but I it's just it's very hard for me to wrap my head around the idea that I'd be going on a competition show that I've seen and I know swimming is an element. If I'm not a good swimmer, how am I not going to go get like swimming lessons to improve my swimming even like 20%? Because like that well, could be a big difference. I feel like you're preaching to the choir right now because although I can swim, I could also go to the gym, you know, and like fix myself. <laughs> But I, I don't. I think I think the way that the show is casted has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. You know, especially for rookies, because you don't really know if you're on or not until like very close to when you go. So oh, really? even if you do try to jump in and swim somewhere, like you're still probably you, going to sink. So what do you got? You got like 
by the time they tell you you're in, you got two weeks before you're on a plane? I'd give it more like a month Okay. at most. At the most. Okay. Yeah. What about as a vet then? How long do you have as a vet? No. Same thing? There's, yeah. Unless, of course, I'm sure that like the people that are like cooler than me, you know, get those like sign offs in the beginning. I know some people got it like that. Not me. You so know, some like, you people know, know like, hey, we're going to be filming in three months from now. Keep your thing clear. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially when you're part of a trilogy. Yeah. Right. Like this is why, you know, you know, everyone should really know that going into this next season it is a trilogy. Yeah. And a lot of these cast members are going to be brought back. And it also makes sense to do trilogies just because it gives the opportunity for the audience to get to know these people and their stories and their beefs. You know, like why have a rookie come on to just leave next season? It doesn't really make much sense. It's a waste of a spot. And that, I mean, if that's what they're going to do for next year, um, you know, season 35, that does make sense. If you're trying to, you know, oh, we try to tell a story and weave stories. It helps you, as you said, connect with the people so you can feel, you can find people that you're rooting for. You want to root for certain people and you want to root against people. Yeah, and you want to see how the drama plays out. Yeah, if you don't care about the person, it doesn't help you in terms of you weaving a story. And I kind of have to think that that's part of the reason this has become 90 minutes now, is just to show more show, to show more of the people being who they are in the house, and for you to connect deeper so you care more about these people, so you want to watch, you want to interact... You want to be on social media talking about it, which is the best thing for him. If yeah. that's still the case, I don't know how this doesn't re-air at least one other time. I don't understand it either. I think that it should definitely be on replay like at least once a day. It's their biggest show. It's their best show. I don't understand that. Like even on the weekend, like it just never replays. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. Like The other thing that a lot of crazy. people don't know is that Often when they leave for new seasons, it's almost immediately, if not only like two or three days after, that they'll leave to go film the next season after filming the reunion. Mm. So all of those feelings and, you know, things that you might be over with now, but then you're sitting on a stage of people, get rehashed, feelings come back. Right. And now you're back on a plane headed to Thailand with people that you don't fuck with anymore. Oh, that's so smart. The person that just called you out at the reunion. Who, yeah. may, who may have a script written for what they want to get across yep. at the reunion to make sure they hit certain bullet points. Um, exactly. Wow, that's I didn't I didn't think about the the time structure and how close they'd be to each other. But that, oh, yeah, so it just brings back all the old feelings. <laughs> that's so good. That's yeah. so good. Um, the the next thing we see is uh, you know new fan favorite Ninja Natalie hanging out watching after her girl D who's. Who's who's getting close with Rogan? You know, we saw last week that they uh, went under the covers in the tiny twin beds um, in the challenge house, and uh, we also see Laurel and Bear kind of getting close, and Bear <laughs> seeming like a regular human being uh, on the show. I love him, man. He's so entertaining. Um, so I have to ask you, how does love come to be in the challenge house? Is this like? Is this something that is just a way to pass the time to get stress out um, or just, you know, politicking? Is it a combination of everything? I still don't understand the logistics of these large people, these muscular people trying to do stuff in these tiny beds. It makes no sense to me. 
<laughs> me either. <laughs> um, um, I guess we'll start with the, the last question. How does love come about? I mean, you're in a house of people for usually, hopefully, if you're any good, <laughs> you know, uh, like two months or so. You have nothing else to do. There's no TV. There's what have you. And, and to be honest with you, you know, even when I was applying for X on the Beach and they were like, you know, are you excited to be on a dating show? And I was just like, to be honest with you, every show that I go on, I go in like thinking I'm going to find a guy that I like, Like <laughs> you just haven't given me any, you know, like yeah. it's normal, like human being stuff to like, you know, get mixed up with someone, especially like in that type of environment. Um, Ninja, I haven't always loved her just because, I mean, the second that they brought Ninja into this, I was like, oh, fuck, we're all done. <laughs> you know, like there's no more like fucking fun challenges. Like, yeah. let's be honest. So I like her, but I can't like I really fuck with D. I think she's cool. I actually think Rogan's kind of funny. But, you know, when <laughs> when Ninja said my girl is all up on it, I, I did giggle there. <laughs> I did giggle there just due to the delivery. Um, Rogan's hot. He's funny. But to be quite honest with you, you know, somebody with zero percent body fat doesn't really do it for me. <laughs> you know, we have absolutely nothing in common. And then we get to Laurel. So first and foremost, during this entire scene, the only thing I could picture is like Laurel in a dominatrix costume <laughs> with Bear over her lap spanking him and being like, who's your daddy? Like, that's what I was picturing. Wow, what a hot take from Marie. That's what I was picturing, right? So I'm laughing here. And, like, I love that she opens up with, you're scared of me. Because everyone really is scared of her. Yeah. And, and, and I, like, she is terrifying, even in loving situations. Mm, you know, yes. like, even when she's talking to Bear, it's kind of like, you're going to be my boyfriend or else I'm going to break your yeah, neck. That's, you know? Yeah, that, that's yeah. very true. I have been and, a long-term, uh, long-time fan of her. And even I would feel that way. Like you could probably be dating her for like a year and like, like she'd come into the bed and you'd be like, please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Yeah. Please don't hurt me. Yeah. And as big of a player as she is, she also has a really big heart mm. and she's crazy. And that's not a diss to her because we're all actually very, very crazy. <laughs> you know, I don't care what any of them say. All of us are crazy. Uh, but it was, it was just so funny to watch. And, like, Laurel is always a very strong player. And if you've noticed, the you know, the last two she's been on, Thailand and, you know, Thailand again. First was Nicole. Now she has this thing going on with Bear. Yeah. I feel like because she's such a dominant player, it makes her more interested in seeking kind of, like, that emotional connection. Mm, interesting. Because she's not worried about really going anywhere. Oh. Yeah, right. She's not worried about her thought process it's, isn't, am I going to get voted in? I don't want to get voted in. Yeah. She's just like, if I get voted in, I'll just win, as I always yeah. do. And then just come exactly. back and make everybody's life a living hell. So, yeah, you can take time to mentally invest in other things, such as maybe there's somebody here that I enjoy spending time with. I'm going to yeah. be here the whole time because how am I going to lose? Yeah. Some and of the now people in the me... house don't like me and I don't want to be around them. Let me find somebody who I enjoy me... being around just sitting in a pool talking about nonsense for seven yeah, like, hours. Let me let me bully someone into being my boyfriend. You is know? that your strategy? Honestly, it is. It really is. <laughs> How's that worked out? Six, six 
60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> Everybody, uh, that, that, that's not, now on notice for all future men on the challenges that Marie, she will just bully you into. Uh, no, it's really it. Even in real life. Oh, yeah? Every single relationship that I've had, like, it's because I've been like, so you're my boyfriend, right? And they're like, eh, no, I think we're, we're kind of good with doing what we're doing. I'm like, are we, you know, are we, or should we just be more serious? Yeah. No, we're good doing what we're doing. That's yeah. funny. I love you, boyfriend. Huh? What what yeah. just happened? Now block every single girl that you've been following on Instagram. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm crazy. Uh, whatever. And if you don't, I will find it and I will make your life a living hell. Yes. I'm okay, a very good detective. Bye. See you soon, babe. Um, <laughs> we now get to what might be, I was about to say top 10 moment. It could be. It's definitely top 20 moment. In in the challenge for me, okay. This is we got to set up. Jenny was working out like an absolute monster, just doing all these workouts that everybody was trying to get along with, and and our good boy CT is on the treadmill, just treadmilling it away, and he went full fucking Jim Halpert from the office and just like fucking eyeballed the camera, fourth walling it. I can't remember the last time I saw that. It was fantastic. And he did it like yeah. three times. Yeah. I was like, did he just Jim Halpert me? We actually do it really often when we're filming, all of us. Really? Yeah, but think about it. We're all fucking showmen at the end of the day. Like, lights, <laughs> camera, action. Whoever we are as people just accentuates under, like, that kind of circumstance, right. you know? Okay. So, like, I, I can't count how many times where I've been, like, da 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 and then, like, and they're just like, hey! They'll, like, someone will yell at you, like, stop doing that. But every now and then, like, you know, they'll break that wall. And I think that the challenge has actually kind of been more accepting of that kind of stuff more recently because, like, they are trying – they're, like, really showing more of the behind-the-scenes stuff. It's fascinating to see how much more they've allowed us to see in the past five seasons. I remember when they wouldn't, like <clears> – <throat> try to show any of the security people or any of the producers or yep. any of the conversations between producers and yeah. that even like allowing producers words to make it on screen and not showing yeah. them like that didn't used to happen either. Yep. It was just edit around it. And I think, well, it, if you're going to have a reality show, you need to show the reality right. of the show and, and the situations that they do. Um, yeah. Which I think leads us to something a little bit later in the show, but let's, let's keep going. Like, um, like we, yeah. we had a plan here. Zahida had to go home for some family reasons. So, so she yeah. she uh, decided to leave. So yeah. uh, that happens, which is unfortunate. It happens, yeah. I feel like, more often than it probably should. It's honestly the saddest thing ever because yeah. you really – you don't have your phone. You're not connected to your family. You know, you're always worrying about, obviously, your family and stuff like yeah. that. And then to get that kind of news and be in a different country, yeah. you know, it's happened to people before. It's, it's really, really – it's terrible, to be honest, so – she was on the after I'm, show. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly surprised that they didn't bring in a replacement. Yeah. I, 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 very, I didn't think about that in the moment, but now that you mentioned that, they always have people on standby, right? I mean, I mean majority usually, of the time, but maybe because you, of the format, they didn't? I mean, yeah, the format could definitely play a lot into it. Um, yeah, because then you'd have to make sure you had a Team UK replacement, a Team US replacement, whatever. Yeah. The, she was on the after show um, last night, which is a very interesting thing that they're doing on on YouTube. Yeah, I and saw that. Of course, 
they go to UK, they film all these shows, you know, they go to 90 minute episodes. Yeah. Okay, guys, go fuck yourselves. Like, why? Why am I always shafted from like the cool shit? Yeah. They're playing fucking stand by me. Someone else is going to get that American woman entrance that I've literally wanted my entire life. There's got to be, there's got to be, you have to have an absolute, what they're called stands, right? Yes. Stands. See, I forget what they're called. There's got to be a stan who will make a video for you with that song. You know there's somebody who's got some editing ability that's um, going to do Steve, that for you. I've already made a video of myself to that song, okay? It took My many, bad. many slow-mo videos <laughs> and a lot of creative work. <laughs> I own my own editing software, Steve. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I've been thinking about becoming a YouTube person. I'm like, well, then I don't know what to do with anything. So Yeah. Yeah. That becomes yeah. a very weird situation. Then you got to go to these VidCons and all these type of things to say hi to so people. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah. So, uh-huh. You can just show up to Challenge Manias. Or, or, I mean, <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Moving on. Um. So there was a little tension there as we were getting ready to, fi- uh, to, to start the, this next challenge. Between Laurel and, uh, Laurel and Jordan about strategy. And we were talking about the big, big players and mm-hmm. how they're used to controlling the teams and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. which is obviously a problem. You were, you, you were on a season with Jordan. What's mm-hmm. he kind of like? Is, is, his, is this really him? Or do we kind of see a, a pumped-up version of it? Oh, that's really him. So Laurel <laughs> oh, and Jordan... Really Laurel and Jordan and the majority of these bigger personalities, they're not, they're actually all quite similar. Um, And the one thing that really stands out the most is how stubborn Mm. they all are. You know, like my way or the highway type of stuff. Yeah. You know, Laurel, I mean, there's no arguing with Laurel or Jordan, to be honest with you, or anybody. So it's kind of like, why are you guys even talking strategy? Yeah. I mean, I get it to kind of stay on the same field, quote unquote, because right. you are supposed to trust each other. But at the end of the day, none of you trust each other. No. So. My, my favorite moment during all this was just like Turbo, like laying down on the dock and being like, we will win this. Do not worry. I will just hang out here. Yeah. It's like, look at this. <laughs> I mean, this is what he did last season. He was just like hanging out yeah. in the cut, yeah. staying, staying, Love up, that. staying above everything, just kind of yeah. in the weeds, which is yeah. the best strategy. And then, like, when it's time to actually compete, he competes and then just, like, drifts away. He's like that yeah. um, gif of Homer Simpson just, like, disappearing yeah. into the trees. It's like, is he really that chill or does he just not understand? Mm. Mm. Well, it, he was, he, what, he, he, what he was saying is, like, I do not know English words, so this is not a challenge for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. That, that's exactly true. the point. Like. Why am I going to bother with someone I don't understand? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I did my part, bitches. I swam. Yeah, okay. I, I did I did a good swim. I brought you back the letter. My yeah. my, my part is here. Let yeah, me know the, when you need me. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> is there anything I have to, like, kick or do a flip of? Because yeah. I'm good with the flips and the fireballs. Yeah. But if we don't need that, I'll just kind of hang out here. That, like, double dive they shot of him, like, just randomly jumping into the pool. Did you see that? Notice that? It's amazing. Great. Great. I was like, teach me. Teach me yeah. how to be Turbo. He should have <laughs> right? his own little Turbo Academy where he trains 
other War- ninja little, warriors. little warriors. Yes. Yeah. And then he has like a training school of like Turbo's ninja school. Yeah. And, and I wish that like he also army gave of like, people. like English definitions too. Because I'd be really curious to understand like what people say and how he understands it. <laughs> yeah. Just to see like the, the Google <laughs> Translate going on in his head. Yeah. And just him trying to rearrange like, the words. Like, just kill, kill, kill. kill. <laughs> it's like that robot view when you watch a movie. It's just yeah. like robot search, target acquired, attack, yes. mutilate, kill. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but, man, the, the Brits get absolutely smoked. TJ yes. said, I wrote down this quote, I've never seen a beatdown so bad in a team event. End quote. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's also, pretty bad. Also... Joss launching for no reason and like the music cutting yeah. was great. It was, great. It was really great. The, whoever <laughs> is like the uh, post production coordinator this year doing a real good job. Real yeah, launch him, launch him. He's he's sitting up there in the thing, completely helpless to do anything. <laughs> just sitting in a chair. He watched. He watched um, Jordan get flown out. Yeah. Jordan has Jordan's- the thing. He's yeah. bringing it back. He's basically at the dock while his team is still pulling the pieces in. And he's just like, what am I doing up here? Yeah. That must, you must just feel so fucking hopeless. Yeah. And, and I'm like, angry. don't launch me, motherfuckers. <laughs> and angry. Well, we saw Jenny. Jenny was just like, she's like, oh, God. And I was like, she seems like she's slightly competitive. Yeah. I'm really interested to see. You couldn't tell by her like neck muscles or anything like that. <laughs> But I, but you know, I give her credit last week. She's like, there's nothing fake about me. I just come to do this. She goes, oh, other than my boobs and, and my lips. eyelashes and my lips. But other than well, that. Let a girl live. I love it. I love it. I love girls who own the fact that we all love Botox out there. Hello. Hello. Does nobody know this? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Whatever. yeah, they get, they get beat down. And then we have the moment where you basically have to nominate a team speaker, if you will. <laughs> Yeah. And um, at least in the edit, like nobody wanted to do it. I understand why the guys didn't want to do it because you can't be in back to back weeks and next week is a guy week and you'd be safe. Oh. But like Cam raised her hand and people were like, well, we didn't really have a conversation. She just raised her hand. I'm like, how did you not have a conversation? You no, didn't no, know no, what was no. going to happen. Cam didn't, ra- Cam didn't just raise her hand. Yeah. She said, I'll be the speaker. <laughs> <laughs> people were like, how did she yeah, just like, do it? I'm like, well, because she, like, she just did you, it. Like, yeah, it's like you kind of hate her, but you gotta love her for it. Because if no one else is gonna stand up, like yes, take that speaker spot, go on, you know. And then, like, if you were upset about her being the speaker, then you should have said something. Yeah, or you you should have had, you should have had. I mean, you should have had a strategy about who was gonna do it before you even showed up to the challenge. Hey, if we win, guys, who do we want to name it as our speaker? Should we just make it all ladies? That way we're saving the ladies. Should we make it guys? That way, you know, we kind of flip back and forth. Like, have some sort of strategy. Don't just, like, yeah. be upset after the fact because you didn't get your shit together on the yeah, bus over, over to the fucking so challenge. Yeah, so many thoughts about everything else. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, all you're talking yeah. about is strategy. How does this not something that came up before? Yeah. But she ends up picking Ashley and Polly. Yeah. Um, Ashley, who sometimes I forget is on the show right now. Um, how this do you is feel the, about her? Yeah, go ahead. You, she, yeah. you think this is a good season potentially for her and her role right now? 
this after everything that, you know, Ashley's been through the last couple of seasons, I believe that she is in the best possible situation that she can be mm. because she doesn't have any real ties to the people in the house that are like legitimate. Whereas, you know, on other seasons, if the Lavender Ladies or Young Bucks are there, you know, if they pop off and they get into a fight, Ashley is, you know, someone that is a good friend and will, you know, join in. Yeah. But but she's always been very, very good socially. And people underestimate how smart she could be and also how likable she is. Mm. You know, so her coming in there without those other girls, she's able to kind of keep quiet, you know, let them all do what they do and forget that she's there almost okay you know and yeah. when when ashley is fun ashley is fun so as long as she continues to be kind of mrs congeniality on that team yeah she's in good hands and clearly her and Kara became you know friends after the season yeah so you know is it is it a situation when you have somebody like her in the house right now where you know you either get because at least for me as a viewer, I see we either get very happy-go-lucky her where she's very, you know, bubbly and super upbeat, or mm -hmm. it's the Ashley that wants to go home. Yeah. And how the do difference you kind between of like, this... How do you kind of like navigate somebody that you know is either really fun and awesome to be around or the worst person is going to quit and like fuck your team up potentially. Yeah. Well, it all comes down to paranoia mm. and how you feel like where you are in the game. Anyone that's on the USA team should feel very, very safe right now. Mm. Considering, you know, how the things have been going and the fact that most likely like it's going to be hard for the UK team to beat them. That being said, I'm very, very confused why Faith went home because I honestly believe that she would have made it very, very far in the show just solely based on the fact that she was on the USA team. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of questions I think that everyone has on what the hell happened. Yeah. Well, let's kind of feels like the time to get into it, but yeah. I also feel like that's might be something that we talk about for, 25 minutes. So we're, we're almost there. Okay. We're, we're already, we're already. So we'll, but yeah, we'll put Ashley's a pin in, in that right now, but yeah, the, the, the conversation about Ashley and all that, um, it, I don't know to me when the season began, I, I, and I, I don't know. I still have the same thought process that eventually the U S team is going to cannibalize itself. And there's going to be 100%. so much infighting between that, that the UK team is going to start winning and when they win, they're going to play the other team so well against each other that they will just, they're going to implode themselves. And I that, have a different idea. Okay. I think the U.S. is going to continue to win. Okay. It's going to deplete the U.K. side Yeah. to the point where they realize that they're going to have to start coming after each other because mm. they're not running this thing as a team. Right. You know, and that's when they're going to implode. And that's when people are going to start going in there and picking their targets and heading and going over to the other side. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm really, really excited for that because of the big personalities that are on this yeah. show. So like, you're saying if you, they if will... you think me and Sylvia are headbutting each other was dramatic, I can't wait for this shit. <laughs> so your thought is that they'll continue to win for the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. They'll end up being, 
you know, I mean, we started with 16 and then so they lost because one. Because why, 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 why have that rule? So now there's like. Why have that rule? Yeah. That you can only switch once? No, that you can go against your own teammate. Right. Right. And I wonder if that's something. No, they, uh, that was, they pretty clearly said that. I always wonder if there's stuff that's thrown in like the ADR, which is the audio after. Where they have to be like, okay, well, we switched this up halfway through the game, but we're going to pretend it like could, we told th- them. That very the much could be it. But also, they didn't replace Zahida. Yeah. They didn't replace Faith. Right. So, this is, again, why I don't think towards the end of the game, or at least halfway through, that the teams will be merged and they continue to go that way. I only say that because I don't... I I. I believe the name of the show was not War of the Worlds 2. Because again this week, when TJ was there in front of everybody, he's like, hi guys, welcome to your second challenge on this season's, and then it was War of the Worlds 2. Like a bad video game. And I, I can feel hear like I, I feel like I remember it being being um, called Proving Ground, floor. maybe? That's the, the Killing name of Floor? The, the Killing Floor, The Proving Ground. Like I just I, mean, I feel like it wasn't War of the Worlds too when they were filming, and I need to know what it was called. Well, who knows? I we're I we we have planned somebody for the show next week who was there, so maybe yeah they'll probably have a better idea. Tell me what they were what it was being called. Um, but it it it's just the the whole situation is weird on on, on the voting structure, and then yeah the infighting is just gonna completely cave in at some point. Um, oh, you can't wait. Yeah. So um, Cam wanted, she said she's going to make a big move. And I paused it. I was watching it with Justin last night. Uh, I paused it and I said, here's what I think she's going to do. You ready? You ready, Justin? And he's like, here's the thing. If it's not what you think it is, you have to tell it on the podcast and tell them that you like that you were wrong. I was like, oh, I'll do that. No problem. Okay. So here was what I thought she was going to do. She's like, I, I'm going to make a big move. Now, again, last time she said she made a big move, I feel like she did it a few weeks too early. The whole, the, okay. the was it with Sylvia? She's like, I'm going to vote her in. It was all an act. And they were like, give Oscars. And it didn't work because it was too early in the it game. Was, it was fairly early, but yeah. not this early. Okay. That's right. That was like, what she did this week, again, I think was too early. But that's neither here nor there. I said, yeah. she's going to make a big move. Her move is going to vote in a weak player on the UK team, a rookie win and then switch teams so she can be with her bestie Kaylee and then the, she can kind of run that team along with Kyle and CT as kind of the elder states people and then they'll yeah. just they'll just kind of pick off people within their own team and leave it to be the three of them that then kind of compete against the other side that was what I thought she was going to do I was completely wrong I, I think honestly like <laughs> I think that's a, a cool idea. However, not this early. Like you're not no. going to switch teams and you know look like a a turn. You're, you're just going to piss. You're going to piss too many people off at that point. Yes, and I and I also thought it was too early to do this move with Georgia, but you know they they were so before they picked them, they're kind of all hanging out in the pool, and. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, there was some shit being stirred around the pool, which is a great location to do it. Always. How is 
the pools always look to be the best part of the house. Is this true? Uh, yeah, because it's usually the only place that you can like breathe fresh air. <laughs> how, on a scale <laughs> of one to ten, said, how smelly is the rest of the house? I don't think it really smells. Okay. It's just like dark and you know, oh. there's not a lot of windows because I'm sure that throws off the lighting. Yeah, they have to put the tape on you the know? door, uh, the tape on the yeah. window. Yeah. But I did, you know, I did sit there last night and having been to Thailand, you know, doing the show, I think Thailand is one of the best locations they do this show. A in. lot of people have said that. Yeah. A lot of not people only have for said that. not only for those of us like experiencing it, but even for the visuals. Like yeah. I think it's sick. Well, I think Survivor's been there a bunch of times as well. So there must be it must be a shared thought within the you know, it's also very cheap for community. them to, you know, oh, God, have yeah. a house out there. So <laughs> that house probably it costs them like a hundred dollars a day to rent. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And I, I have always been on a mission to try to find these houses on Google Maps and then see, yeah. you know, if I can take a big vacation, just like rent the house out. Yeah, I found that I, I'm 95 percent sure I found the house from last year. I was gonna say, did you, did you the, find the mud no, pit? Do you find the mud pit that they put me in the fucking I, first no, time? No, I don't think out? it was that. I think it was the one in <laughs> what was the season in Cartagena, Colombia. Oh yeah, the Redemption House. Yeah, yeah. That a was, lot of people actually found that. I know that for a fact. That was the one uh, right on the water. Um, I found that one, but the one mm -hmm. in South Africa, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it for yeah. the life of me. Couldn't find it. Um, yeah. But as I was saying, sorry, shit was being stirred out by the pool. Um, mm -hmm. And people were kind of saying, you know, why are we not talking about all four rookies? And Cam yeah. talks to Kaylee. Kaylee was like, Georgia kind of feels like she's kind of just getting by. And Cam's like, well, nobody, nobody's untouchable. And then Cam has a conversation with, with Georgia. And she's got to defend herself. And now we see it's just a whole bunch of shit being stirred, just like a pot. Just stir yep. it up like you're cooking a nice stew or a gumbo. And now yep. Georgia's crying. Who made Georgia cry? Who? Kaylee made Georgia cry. Kaylee. Kaylee? So apparently they got into a huge fight and they didn't show it. What? I don't know what it was over. Oh, yeah. that upsets me. I really like Georgia and that I don't go for that. Really? Because like the whole baby spice thing really kills me. Well, she was um, she was my favorite. Her and well, it makes spice. sense then. That makes sense. Um, although I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do love a pissed off Georgia. Um, yeah. Her speech at the end was fantastic. All right, we'll get there. So um, with Cam, you have to think that a lot of people, especially Cam, her first season, that was the only excuse they kept saying. Mm. You're a rookie. You're yeah. a rookie. You know, yeah. even though they really just wanted her gone. So I 100 percent agree that, you know, not only for, you know, the sake of like how this game has been played with rookies and stuff like that. Yeah. But even just for your own game, like don't make people feel like they're above something and someone else. Like if there's okay. four rookies and you're going to say, you know, this is a thing we go for the rookies. That's cool. But then have all of the rookies explain their reasoning. You know, that's it. Right. You know, so I, I, I do agree with that. You know, obviously if they're on a team, they're going to want their strongest players there. So that makes sense as well. But let these people plead their case. Correct. And what was what was odd from my perspective was we're saying this and obviously I think you have to like understand like there was conversations already happening to where it seemed like they either wanted to do Esther or Big T 
And then the, when the, when Jenny's like, hey, I'll just go ahead, throw all our names in, we'll vote. And then and then CT's like, anybody for Jenny? And nobody raised their hand. I'm like, maybe this is why. It seemed like there was a consensus to begin with that the vote would have been between those two, and maybe that's why it was said that it's going to be those two. We don't want to drag everybody's name in when we know yeah. nobody's going to vote for Jenny or nobody's going to uh, vote for... I'm trying to remember what George's friend's name is. Nicole? Yes, but in this day and age yeah. in reality TV, yeah, you got to be very careful with shit. <laughs> yeah. You know I, what I'm I, saying? Oh, I, like, I'm that, 100% that picking up what you're putting down. I'm picking up what yeah, you're putting like down. That, that could have been taken the wrong way, and I think I've seen it been taken the wrong way in a lot of shit. So. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's the unfortunate part, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to sit there and be like, with all the other shit that goes on, and be like, oh, we need to be careful about how we do this. I just like because it could get edited in twenty-seven different directions anyway to begin with. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, I like Georgia. Who made her cry? I yeah. will murder you. I will murder you. Um, okay. So well, I think a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, yeah. I, she's she very quickly became a fan favorite from last year and I I don't I I, sometimes it's like oh I like this person because of x y and z I don't remember like one moment where I was like oh she's clearly like somebody that I'm I'm now cool with I just think it was like an overall like she's very energetic she's got personality the accent helps um, the way she says stuff, she uses some British slang, which I think is very funny, at least for myself coming from my dad being British. So hearing those things again is also very funny to hear. Um, I never heard that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so it makes you more worldly. It does make me worldly. <laughs> I've only been to like London, like eight times, no big deal guys or anything, whatever. Um, what is the day? What's the time like before a vote? Cause it seems like this is probably the most you're you're paranoid your anxiety's got to be through the roof like how do you manage being in a situation like that is there any like advice or is it just you're you just got to write it out you're talking to me about managing something i know that's why i thought it would be a funny question (laughs) um i mean (laughs) i can give advice doesn't mean i take advice okay so got you um, well, even like on the last season I was on with Kara, you know, when Kyle and them chose to put us in, yeah, you have to manage the damage. Mm. You know, you don't want to bring any more, I don't know, like hate towards you or okay. your team. You so, know, you definitely, you want to take it like a champ because at the end of the day you're going in regardless, right? Yeah. You know, so you're, but, you're talking about <clears throat> if somebody says, Hey, we're going to put you in. Basically not then exploding and just yelling at everybody, causing a scene where it's like, oh, well, if they come back, we'll just do it again next week anyway. A hundred percent. And also, like, it really depends on who you are in the game. If Mm. you're a rookie, keep your mouth shut. Right. You know, put your head down. This is kind of how it goes. Like, do your best. Right. But there's other people with other friendships that, like, the second that a challenge is over and you like pick, say you're like tribunal. Yeah. People already like, there's already thoughts going on. Yeah. Immediately. Immediately. 
So that's another thing that I was kind of weary about because a lot of people were saying on Twitter that they didn't discuss anything with the people that were in the tribunal. Right. And that's what that's the point Leroy brought up last week was he just said, hey, are we going to like have a conversation about who they want to throw in or are we just like are we doing this completely differently? And it seemed like they were just picking whoever the fuck they wanted. So while it's a team game, it still seems like a very individual game when it comes when it comes down to it. Which is yeah, the point of this. The point of what we're waiting for is yeah. the Americans are yeah. an individual team. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's just like we happen to be under this flag currently, and we compete as a team, but we will vote as individuals. Um, yeah, which will ultimately be their downfall. It won't yep. be in a competition, it seems like, but it will be their downfall when it when it comes to that. hundred um, percent. Well, that's that's very good because I've always sat there and kind of been like. I just don't know how you kind of because there seems to be people who are better at it than others and being like, OK, I'm in whatever. OK, we'll do this. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And then there's other people who just, you know, just it's just not the best day for them. Well, so I had a really good rookie season. Right. Yeah. And especially on a season like this where there are a lot of rookies and there are like, you know, new friends to be made. My advice for any new rookie going into a show is try to be that, you know, Mrs. or Mr. Congeniality, mm-hmm. you know, befriend the people with the numbers. Right. Because everyone could walk around and be like, oh, I didn't know this alliance was going on or this, but bring it back to middle school. You yeah. know who the cliques are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not hard to figure out who fucks with who. Would there be, how does it, I've kind of thought about the idea is like, the first day is kind of probably a shit show and you can't really get much done. Everybody's just doing whatever. If you don't make a move on the first day to kind of meet with people, is it then too late? Like, hundred percent. Okay. These people make moves before they go on the show. That's what. That's that's my thought. Is like, it's we already know who's voting for who before the season even starts. <laughs> exactly. Oh man. Like Wes has openly admitted that he slides into people's DMs. Yeah. Like. Yeah. When they know who who's going on, because everybody's like. Hey, are you doing it? No, I'm not doing yeah. it this season. Are you doing it? Yeah, like cool. do you word want doesn't travel up? fast. You can sign, you can make us sign all the contracts in the world. We're still going to tell each other. <laughs> so your contract is basically said you won't discuss with other people if you've been selected for the season. Yeah, like you're not you're not allowed to say shit about it. <laughs> and then you're but the the second the calls go back, you know, because you'll get a, you'll get a text from someone like, "Did you get the call?" or something like that. And you're like, oh, all right. What's you know? the okay? So let's talk about. I know you. I know you have a, a, a fantastic group text going with with, uh, with a few people. What's the biggest like WhatsApp member text that you have? How many people oh, I are keep, in that? I keep my circle small. Okay, so the yeah. biggest one you have is you and and two others. Yeah, you know, recently I uh, I got pulled into like a a fan group chat on Twitter. Oh, interesting. I don't know these people. <laughs> You know, and I don't need to be Carla. You could DM me one on one. Yeah. But but you got to be careful of snakes. This is true. I never kind of thought about it that way. You have to be really, really careful with who you talk to and who you share information with. For me, yeah. all these people can act like they're friends. Yeah. But if you don't hang out with these people outside the show, are you really friends? Mm, deep thoughts by Marie. This week. But serious, though. That's very true because, the, I, you know, to use my boy Timmy's line again, you don't know them from a ham sandwich. So yeah, like for, they can I, they can say one thing to you and then just t- totally take that and feed it to other people and be like, this is what she said about blah blah blah. 
Yeah, you know, I heard that like there were a lot of questions about me to Cara at her Challenge Mania event. And she was actually, from what I've been told, was actually kind of hush. But she said, you know, I, with Marie, I don't like friends who are flip-floppy, you mm. know, who kind of like can go back and forth. But then you're best friends with Ashley. Like, it all really <laughs> depends on the season. Yeah. You know, would, we've all done this so many times that like yeah. we can let bygones be bygones if it makes sense to do so. You know, you have your allegiances. You're probably in the best situation if you're with someone that's completely your enemy mm. and there's other people in the house. Yeah, that's true. And when you, when you and when you do go through these experiences with people, like, believe it or not, me and Kara actually did become friends throughout this season. Yeah. You know, just because of like, you know, you get to know someone more, you know, you have to start trusting each other, you know, and if, if you're if you have any kind of education or like are a normal human being, <laughs> you could kind of understand that, like, we all have our motives and reasoning for acting the ways that we do. Yeah, that's true. That's 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 very true. You know, um, so I, I like to tr- be as diplomatic as I can. But then I get caught up in these stupid fucking wars that <laughs> like whatever, you know, it's you, you got to step it, into because that's that's the way it works. That's how friendships work is like you, you would think something so shitty about my friend. I have to step in to defend my friend. Exactly. Don't, don't fuck with me. me. Yeah. Yeah. Don't hate but at the me. Sa- now at the same time, friendly. Exactly. And I, and I, you know, like also, like I said before, like I can understand why Kara has this, you know, entitled superior complex because that's what is expected of her mm. at this point. Like I, I said it during my season. I said, it, it, you know, it's, or I said it in like a recap once where like when you're at rock bottom, there's only what, there's only off from here. Yeah. You know, when you're at the top, everyone's looking to take your place. Right. So you got to show up from that perspective of you kind of have to change who you are as the top dog. You Mm -hmm. have to be. Yeah, that's a very interesting perspective on it. And it was very like eloquently said. Well done, Marie. Thank you. I'm working on my communication skills. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The vote, um, as we said, was was really between two people. They put it to a vote between four and it was a runaway that they wanted to vote in Big T anyway. Um, yeah. and no one voted for, for Jenny. So it basically, be, uh, became big T's thing. They have the little tribunal there when they get asked, uh, you know, the questions they get grilled, if you will, by, mm-hmm. um, them on, on that. I really like this, this idea, but it also seems like rather silly. Like, Oh, who do you want to go against? Yeah, cool. Go away. We're not going to do what you want. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm surprised that the, the U.S. the U.S. didn't try to infiltrate the team more and be like, put mm. in Jenny, yeah, and then we're gonna vote in Nicole or something like that. Oh, interesting. That's kind of where it, it looked and, like. And it then might you stay, you, and then you're safe with us. Yeah. Oh, correct. Be like, hey, we know Georgia and and her friend are are number ones with each other. It's a numbers game, people. Like. Yeah. You know, if there's a bunch of like newer, weaker players, you say, all right, listen, I'm going to keep you safe this week. Right. But I need you to come together as your side of the team and vote right. for this person. Yeah. It's always a numbers game, isn't it? I mean, always, more always so than anything game. else. It's a numbers game. And if you win and the numbers are on your side, you just start. It's it's like a video game. You just start picking one off after another and then boom, and boom, what, boom. What, and then it's between you guys. And what people forget is, one, you're on a TV show. You don't want to go home first, no. right? Let's be honest. You don't sign up for a TV show to go home first. But, you know, there are stipulations in the contract with, like, the further that you go in the show, the more money that you make. Right, because it's, um, you get, 
There was an article in Entertainment Weekly. It was basically you have everybody you gets have an usually have like fee. a guarantee. And you then have a guarantee. the longer you're there, if for lack of a better term, it's like a per diem. You're there for one week, you get X. You're there for three weeks, you get Y. Right. Well, usually they'll give you a three-week guarantee. Okay. Right? If you're if you're a head honcho, you're getting a lot of money to show up on that plane. Just to show. Right. Just to show up. But with these younger rookies, I think it's only like $1,000 a week or something. So you're guaranteed $3,000 to get on, onto the show, right? Okay. But the second that you cross over that three-week threshold, okay. now you're getting another $3,000 each week that you remain. Each week of the show or each week in terms of a filming week? Each week of filming. Okay. And each week that we see on the show is approximately how many days in the challenge house? Each, um, so I would like say about this, three or four. Three so or at four. this point, from episode one to the end of what we saw last night, is roughly how many days? Three or four. Wow. So it's really back to back. You have a yeah. You have a challenge. So if you day, go to you someone and you're like, "Listen, day. I'm guaranteeing, you, I'm guaranteeing you two more weeks." Now you've hit your, you know, your threshold. Right. You're safe with me. Yeah. Like, you're not going to win. Let's be honest. Look at your fucking team. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that's what I'm surprised about. I'm surprised that conversation didn't happen more. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then it becomes like, help me help you. Yep. In terms of like, we know you're not going to get a final. Let's be honest. But let me get you to week five at least. Yeah. So you can get a little bit more money and then go yep. from there. Like, we, yeah, that's another way of thinking about it in terms of that strategy. Like, at a certain point, you have to know. That's that's what not, I meant with the whole CT thing the in the final. beginning. Yeah, you're not made for the final, first of all. And sometimes, I like last season, that fucking final last season, I wouldn't want to compete in that. That well, I heard like this one most, is going to be insane too. So I, I, I just. It's crazy how you go from like swimming in a, like a a <laughs> pool sized lap yeah. to climbing Mount Everest. Yeah. It's like at what point? You know that like, treadmill? How do you prepare for this? Yeah. You know those two treadmills that we have in the house? Great. You're going to run up yeah. a sand dune for 27 hours. Yeah. You know it's that crazy. we're going to make you do laps on a bike in the dirt. Good luck with that. Oh, it's also yeah. 115 degrees outside. Don't pass out. Yeah. Um, and I'm not giving ready? you any water. Yeah. Ready? Go. <laughs> yeah. You get a camelback, but you can only use the exactly. water that's in the camelback. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a business to this shit. That's why, like I said before, like there's a. There's a reason why CT is on that team. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it makes sense. It makes sense when you actually think and you don't, again, use the, use the emotion to kind of think for you. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So we now got to get to the big part of the, big part of the thing, um, with his, which is faith and sleeping. I so, love that you just said the big part because it was – so minuscule in terms of like what they actually told us right which i always feel like the less they show of somebody in a situation like this the bigger it really was yep 100 percent. um so first first i think we need to set up how how tough is it to sleep in the house to begin with on a good night is it easy is it tough are the beds comfortable are there people you know up and about till 5 a.m you know, what's how, how how is the sleeping arrangement to begin with? I mean, there's definitely obnoxious people, okay. um, but typically it's, it's really not that big of a problem because generally you'll have like a challenge or something the next day. 
Now, it makes sense, though, because since it wasn't a guy's elimination, right, because right. this happened kind of between, they don't give two fucks about what's going on. So they're going to stay up. They're going to party. So And they're the under- Brits. Like, this is, this is a regular day. She was like, I don't know how they're up this late. And I'm like, this is what they do but to begin with. Also this is a regular this day for the Brits. I feel like I saw a promo of TJ giving a house tour and being like, the U.S. have to sleep with the U.S. and the U.K. have yes, to sleep they with do. the U.K. Yeah. So how did Faith end up in that room? She went into their room. That makes no sense. No, no, she, no. She was she in had her be... room trying to sleep. I think they were in the same room. No? No. It, from what it looked like, at least, is that they were they were in the kitchen drinking, being loud, partying, having a good time. And that was filtering its way down the hall to her. And that I was don't keeping be- her I awake. don't believe that. I okay. can't see that happening. Because if that was the case, there would be a lot more people that were upset. Well, that's kind of why I thought, like, it was just a situation with her and how she took that. And, ev- and being somebody, like, she's done one other of these, and I forget how long she was around, but I think my thought was this is the experience of having having enough times when you're in one of these situations where there's people carrying on. Like I know people who can't sleep if there's like crickets outside and some people who could sleep on a street right next to the freeway and there's trucks blaring horns. So I think everybody's a little different in that aspect, but it seemed like at least from what we saw, she was trying to sleep. There was people yelling and having a good time, if you will, in a different part of the house, which from that tour looked to be very far away from the sleeping yeah. quarters. It's not like and, and it, across and again, the hall. It's not, like way down the hall. She's not up for the elimination. Huh? And she's safe from, and she's safe right. from elimination. Right. It's a time for celebration when you're safe from elimination. Let yeah. me just say that. Party. Go ahead. Pass out. Continue. So yeah. she gets upset. She goes to talk to them. Um... She comes All back. Right. She goes to sleep. Knowing, knowing Faith, when you say she goes to talk to them, I have a <laughs> feeling that it when she said whatever she said, it wasn't probably the nicest hey guys, way to approach the situation. Like, keep it down a little bit. I'm just trying to sleep. You don't think that yeah. was what was said exactly? No, I can't really see that coming from her. Okay. <laughs> okay. Now you're now you're dealing with a bunch of stupid boys who like are going to be like, <laughs> you know, right. whatever. Right. So this is my take on it. Okay. Um, I've heard from some cast members that this is kind of basically what happened. Okay. And we'll Mar- say it off. We're going to so, give Marie's insider corner. Yeah. So basically coming into the house, um, I was told Faith didn't really have any kind of allegiances, which I mean, you could tell right away. Yeah. Right. Everyone's been doing this for a while. She only had one season before this. Yada, yada, yada. I'm sure she was feeling kind of out of place. Right. Now, she has all these big personalities, and she wants to make some noise. Because while it's not her rookie season, it's still her rookie season, and this is her second chance back at the mm, challenge. Right. Now, when I make some noise, I don't mean literally with pots and pans, and I think that's <laughs> where she went wrong, you know, is that she took a situation, and she made it bigger than it was, and in doing so, she pissed off the entire house. So now she's feeling really alienated. Now... From the perspective and like the, the brief little things that we saw between like the security and stuff like that, you gotta imagine that it went further than this. 
Like further, whatever. Further than this, in terms of when we saw security, or to get security there. No, both. You know, okay. however long it was going on, whatever kind of scene they were all making. Right. Whatever. And then I have a feeling that whatever you know she had felt at that time, whether you know she, she did a whole thing on Twitter about like how these men bullied her and stuff, but was very very silent last night. So I have my questions about that. Um, but I think what probably happened was, was something like, you know, where she was like, these men like did this, this and this, you know, I can't like, I don't want to be around it. Like, this is bullshit. They probably told her like, you're shit out of luck because there's nothing really here that they didn't you know, do anything that would cause us to, to eject them from the house or the game. Yes. Right. And now you have to understand that there is a lawyer on set. So if anything oh. did really, truly happen. Okay, she does that. have that opportunity to speak to that lawyer in terms of if um, if a crime or something illegal happened. Yes. If someone okay. gets hit, if someone, you know, feels unsafe, okay. all of these different things. OK, so I have a feeling that, you know, she made a big scene about whatever happened. Then, you know, felt really kind of a like alienated again. And when production or whomever made the decision like not to penalize the men mm -hmm. her ego was like fuck this i'm out of here okay that's my take i've heard that from some people everyone's saying different shit on twitter you know paulie's backing her up and this and that but you're also talking about people who don't like the people that she had issues with oh yeah yeah that's that's true so so last night uh knowing far more probably happened than what we saw I sent a message to Faith on 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 the Twitter as you do now, um, mm -hmm. and said, "Hey, we're recording tomorrow. Come on the podcast. Tell us tell us your perspective of what happened, which caused you uh, to want to leave the house." No response. So, not saying that that doesn't mean anything, but like, again, like we're here to provide a place for people to explain stuff if they feel like stuff got left out. I hate the oh, there's so much stuff they left out. You know how many podcasts there are now where you could go on and say your thing or you could just record a video on your computer and then do it again, unless there's something contractually that prevents you from doing that. But then don't go on Twitter and fucking start gaslighting people and being like, that's not everything that happened. Well, then it's yeah. your responsibility to tell me everything that happened that got to that point. If you feel yeah. like the edit left some stuff out. That's yeah. it's the, oh, I hate that. Well, it's the edit's fault. Well, uh, it might be. But then you have the form nowadays to come on to the Right Reality Podcast, the best podcast there is, um, and tell people your perspective on what happened to give them the ability to gain some information. So that's all I got to say. I mean... Silence is deafening. Silence is deafening. She wasn't... You know, I didn't really care for her on the show to begin with, so whatever. It seemed like TJ was just, like, moving on. Yeah, I, I just think, it, I think it's... I think it's honestly a shame because I think that she would have made it very, very far, so... Yeah, and, like... You're on the good That's, team, and it it just goes like, back to you have to play these games without emotions. Like yeah. you really do. Yeah. That's what. That's why we're all able to come back season after season. Uh, yeah. You know, really hating each other and backstabbing each other, but being able to be friends again because we understand that it's a game. Yeah. Yeah. When that's right. I mean, it's been the the talk about this entire podcast when we started. If you play the game with emotion, you're not going to win. You're not going to do well because you can't. It's just. It's a yeah. game. It's a fucking. Yeah. It's a real life board game. Yeah, real <laughs> like life. When people take Monopoly too serious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I passed go. Give me my two hundred dollars. 
Yeah, exactly. Um, so we got to get the, the last thing we saw was a great battle between uh, Georgia and Big T there. It lasted over an hour and 20 minutes in mm-hmm. the absolute monsooning rain. Yeah. I really like this this challenge, this this elimination. Like you got to push this giant thing around and and it seems some, 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 something so easy. Like how have we not seen this before? Uh, it also yeah, looked probably a little seen slippery. Yeah, we probably different, like, kind of variations, I'm sure. Yeah. But a um, couple of takeaways. One, I was very annoyed with Georgia for the majority of the episode. I okay. felt like her interviews were very, very forced. She always, like, seems like she's, like, on, like, fucking rocket fuel, which is cool, <laughs> I guess. You know, dressing like fucking Baby Spice and all this <laughs> shit. But, you know, one, Big T was a good competitor. Yeah. It's it's sad that we lost her on the show this early. You know, maybe she'll have the opportunity to come back next season because it is a trilogy and like yeah. really show what she's worth. Um, but two, I only fuck with Georgia when she's angry. Oh, I love an angry Georgia. Like I, I wish that, you know what, if she is going back on next season, which I'm probably, you know, sure she is, you know, that she, like maybe leaves the fucking pink fluffy tail pig things home. <laughs> like maybe shaves her head, comes in there like GI oh Jane God. style. She could pull it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just be fucking ruthless. Cause I mean, she's got, she's definitely got the heart and the ability to be a very, very strong player. The reason why she's on this billboard is simple, right? Yes. First off, if you make the billboard, you're either a really big head or you've made it very far in this game. Mm-hmm. So me, this is me assuming that she makes it far. Yes. The second episode, she goes in, you know, she makes that speech and she's staying on, whatever, whatever. You kind of can assume that the UK isn't still still isn't shit whether she stays or not. Mm -hmm. You know, to be honest, like she might have like rethought that. But yes, it's still early in the game. So the US, if they do continue to win, are going to continue to come at her because now she's made herself an easy target because she kind of shaded them. She shaded them. And also it's the easiest thing in voting is like oh we've said your name once it gives us an excuse to say it a second time exactly exactly so now you have to assume that probably for the remainder of her season or however far she goes like she's gonna be with her back against the wall yeah and i love georgia with her back against the wall her she's a fighter her yeah that speech she gave at the end was beautiful because they kind of yeah. edit it in a way like, is she going to switch teams? Like, she ain't fucking I, switching teams. And then yeah, she but just, also, like, she knows she how to play the, the cameras. Whole, like, <laughs> the, the whole, like, pointing and, like, all oh, that. Oh, and she was so into it. I was like, yeah, yeah, get yeah. him. Yeah. Was, Meanwhile, you have Kaylee on her team who clearly isn't a fan. Clearly, knows this. they showed that a bunch of times. You know, Kayla very Kaylee's very very connected to the U.S. team. I think she's the she has the best position on the U.K. squad because even if they lose every time, they're going to keep her around. Okay. You know, if if it was me, I'd go on the fucking winning team and be like, try to get rid of me now, motherfuckers. Right. You know, like. Yeah. But I understand why she's doing that. I appreciate, you know, the team camaraderie. I really do. You know, like, I'm all about this whole, like, theme of, you know, you the U.S. and the U.K., whatever. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a, a very 
long season for Georgia, um, whether it's easy or not. And I don't think it's going to be easy. And no. that's where legends are built. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. I feel like we should just end it there, even though there's more stuff I want to <laughs> talk to you about. That was so like eloquently said. Wow. I'm really working on it. I swear. You know, the communication my, skills today, Marie. My, my friends aren't fans of her, but you, like I said, you got to kind of take yourself out of the biases that you might have from your friends right. and what they might say about people. And at the end of the day, you know, you can't discredit her just like as much as I'd want to sit here and be like, Polly's a schmuck. You know, like, I think the reason why he always pops off on Twitter and social media and stuff is because He's just pissed off that he doesn't have that title yet, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Paul is a great competitor. That's like what he wants. when I was, he wants that W. Yeah, and when I was cool with Paulie and we were on good terms, there's no one that's more loyal than him because of his ego. Because like he won't let that kind of happen, you know. He's he's one of the best athletes they've had in a very very long time. That's true. You know, and when you like him, he's a very likable person. Like, his W is going to come. Yeah. But, like, he just needs to work on the other shit because, you know, I feel like he doesn't think he's the best because he doesn't have that W. And once he gets it, I mean, it's game over. We're going to hear about it everywhere. <laughs> you know? But, like... <laughs> he's going to take out, like, full-page ads in the New York Times. Oh, yeah. It's going to... Yeah, that's the next billboard. Just fly, fly, like, uh, one of... banners over the beaches in Santa Monica and everything like that. Like... Yeah. Just with his face that says, winner of the challenge. Yeah. I think, and you know, I have not been a fan of him either, just because the way he came in, like a, like his shit didn't stink, and it's like, I don't know you again from a ham sandwich. You can't, you can't be like that yet. Like, get your W, and then you can be like that. Um, I think if he did not lose in that last challenge before the final, he would have yeah. been the only one to give Turbo a run for his money in that final. For sure, 100%. Because he, I and think it, he was kind of built to do that as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, looking at that final, looking back at it, I was like, you know, it had to be Turbo to win that. I mean, he's yeah. just, he's an absolute warrior when it comes to that. Exactly. And you know what? You know, now that we're speaking about this, like, what Tori said about Cam is that, you know, Cam's never won. But mm-hmm. she walks around like this yeah. and that. Listen, bitches. You don't need a fucking trophy to be the fucking best, okay? Mm. Like, there's a reason why it took Cara so many years to finally get her first win. Yeah. There's a lot of different things that come into play, whether it's, you know, the alliances and the friendships that you make throughout, you know, the time that you spend on the show and, like, how serious you get. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. different things. So to to stand up and kind of own it, like... Is that is everything? It's like to be the part, you gotta you gotta look the part, right? Yeah, like, and I agree with that. I mean, I don't have anything against Cam, but she just did she did it the same way as Polly. Like you came in, and I again, I don't know who you are. You think you're great. Like I don't, I haven't seen you do anything yet. From a from a viewer's perspective, I haven't seen you do anything. You've gone into a couple of eliminations now, and you've come out great. Everybody does that. This is part of the show. Like. Don't come in your first season and think your shit doesn't stink. Like, if you get voted out before week five in your first season and you come back the next year and you're like, well, you know, this year I can... It's like, well, you t- like, maybe get there. And but now again, I can be on your team. I appreciate your enthusiasm about it. Yeah. For, you know, because you have to be your own biggest fan because nobody else well, is going to be. We all are our own biggest fans. I promise <laughs> you that. Um, but... It goes back to the point with faith. If you come onto a season as a rookie, you make some noise. Mm. 
you have to. Yeah. Like, maybe not, like, earlier in the season you might want to keep quiet, but eventually, like, you have to do something. For me, my rookie season, I went fucking nuts, okay? Like, that's my... (laughs) That's my no, 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 no. Like no, no, I will no. forever be remembered for pushing somebody into a plant. Which, by the way, I didn't push Sam. I pushed Derek. She was just a nearby casualty. But you know, at the end of the day, this is a show. Yeah. You know, and like, there's a reason why some people get Paul back. You know, like for me, for instance, everyone's like, "Why did she get Paul back?" It's like, one, I'm not as bad as they make me look. I'm just, I'm an easy target for editing, <laughs> and. You know, too, like, you can just tell when people are genuine. And Cam, whether you like it or not, like, she thinks her shit doesn't stink yeah. on this show and off this show. And I can I can appreciate people who are just real about whatever's going on. Yeah, I I, I, I appreciate that. Um, but Tori's glowing and she looks super healthy. I have to say that. Yeah. She looks I'm like, oh, my God, this girl's hair. Yeah. I, I love having her back. I said that earlier. I'm so happy that she's just like, she's so like, she's got so much energy in her interviews and like the way she was looking at, uh, who was it last week? Oh, it was Josh and Georgia. The way she was looking at Josh and Georgia, like in the pool, she was just like, oh, young love. And I was like, I want somebody to look at me like that. When will yeah, that well, happen for me? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure she has that. So yeah. uh, to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I meant Georgia, me, Georgia and Josh thing is also super weird. Like I'll say it. Georgia and Josh, super weird. Super weird. Super, super weird. weird. Um, the final question I have to ask you, uh, and then we'll just quickly hit X on the beach before we let you go. Um, All right. So that lasted an hour and 20 minutes, it looked like. Over an hour and 20 minutes. And it's out there. It's shitstorming. Even, even when it's not raining, what's it like to be on that platform when something lasts for that long like it must be you're just like are we gonna do something are we gonna stop this what are we gonna do how well what's that what's that like we had to sit and watch the you know johnny versus natalie thing for about five or six hours oh i forgot about that miserable you know you're standing up the second they start shooting again they're like stand up marie like look like you care you know (laughs) like wow you know it's not even like you get a rest there so you know, it's, I mean, good, good on both of them. And I, and I do appreciate how genuine Georgia's, um, compliments were to T after the yeah. fact. That's nice to see. I like when, I like when we get a little sportsmanship after and it wasn't like, Hey, good job. And then that was it. But she was yeah. like, good job. Good battle. Wow. That was really good. She gave yeah. her, she gave her some good props, which I, which I appreciate. But yeah, yeah. I just, I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's raining like the people just standing there just getting absolutely poured upon because I'm yep. assuming it's after midnight when it's fully dark. You know, we're not yeah. shooting these things I f- at I feel 8 like p.m. In, in, Thailand, sure. it's, in Thailand, when it's raining, it's a little bit better because it's usually just always warm. Okay. You know, but like, for instance, when we were in wherever the final in South Africa, yeah. it got real cold when it was raining. Oh. <laughs> you know, so you're just sitting out there like shivering. Freezing. like You don't know what to do. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, that's even worse for the people that are in there. There's a lot of different things that come into play. So, yeah. is there is there any times where like um, where there's like a like a meal break or something like that? Like we can't let these people like murder each other. Or we gotta like pause it for a moment. Or like no. there's no way they stopped that last night. It just went. They kept filming for an hour and twenty plus. Minutes. Yeah, that's it. Wow. 
and you're just like, can you have conversations on the block and just talk about life or be like, Marie, over here, focus on what's happening. No, yeah, they'll yell at you. They're like, shut up, Marie, we can hear you. Shut up, Marie, we can hear you talking about white clothes. Focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever do a green tea shop before, guys? People are dying in front of me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They're dying in front of you. Tell you what, vodka with the with the with the white cloth. Marie, stop talking yeah. about white cloth. Yeah, I want. But you know what? Get me a white cloth. I'll stop talking about it. Don't forget that during eliminations shows a lot of people's colors that the fans don't catch because of who when they're people, rooting for. Uh, yep. And who they're trying to help. Yep. 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 Hundred percent. I I like that Georgia gave props. She's like, I was just trying to listen to what Turbo was telling me. Yeah. <laughs> no. but it, that that did involve a, a good bit of strategy to figure out okay and i wonder if it was supposed to be like a wet floor to begin with or just like the rain fucked it up as the well. rain definitely fucked it yeah. up and that has to be that much harder now you're like slippery and wet so props to both of them has there been any time where they've had to cancel something because of weather that you've been at where they're just like we can't do this it's like we're trying to do something that just won't work with the weather. It's it's never been weather. It's been like the actual. The only one time that happened was during uh, vendettas. We had to do that car challenge, and they decided to not only cover all of the cars with lube and make it rain on them, but the first time that we got to set and we did it, they didn't take the glass. Like they didn't change the glass from the car, so it was all real glass. So oh no! The the first team that went literally went through the glass of the hoods. Which is up. probably the only reason why they got across, to be honest with you. Right. Um, but like, had to go to the hospital and shit because everyone was getting fucking their shit sliced. I do up. remember hearing about that. Somebody posted that on Twitter, I think, when they were like, yeah. everybody's got like cuts all over their body because they didn't think, they didn't think yeah. about taking the swapping glass out for plexi or something like that. Yeah. Big yeah. It's, it's the worst when you get to a heights challenge and you're like, oh, it's definitely like gonna storm out. They're definitely gonna cancel this, and they're like, no, nope, we're going, and you're like, nah. <laughs> You're like, oh, sons of bitches. Yeah. Like, we've already set the cameraman up the mountain. We're not going to call them back at this yeah. point. You're like, too bad. Bye. So in, in general, from the time you arrive um, for a challenge or an elimination till cameras are up and rolling, how long is it? Ten All right, minutes, well, 20 minutes? When we, pull up, when we pull up to the elimination, they usually hold us in the bus for about sometimes an hour. Oh, it's the worst. It's really the worst. Like, but everyone always makes that joke about hurry up and wait. That's the situation. Yeah. They have to make sure they may ha- they have to make sure not only is the you know the setup done, but also like once they set everything up and they get the cameras all set, now they got to get let production go and like have their dinner because it's the rules. Oh you know? fuck! I didn't think about that. They've reached their their meal time where they have to, yeah. Where they have yeah, so to now they for eat, the union they have to break. Oh no. Yeah. So we're sitting in the car. We're going crazy. Um, but you know the second that. Where we walk into that arena or whatever you want to call it, um, the cameras are on. Wow. Until you walk out and you get back in the bus and head on back. Yep. Wow. All right. Well, great episode. I love yeah. all that. It was uh, a lot of stuff going on. I'm appreciating the 90 minutes. They listened to me. And listen, I, I don't want to say they all. They listened to me. Listen, <laughs> they listened to us. They, they've listened to the Right Reality Podcast. You know how I know that? Because the other thing that we suggested, that I suggested a few years ago, was was the idea that, you know, if you go in and you win, you're allowed to, like, be like, I don't want to be partnered up with them anymore and switch. I mean, I've probably said it, like, eight times. So just another victory for Steve at this point um, Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, just producing the challenge from my house with with the podcast. Yeah. I mean, a win is a win, right? (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, obviously. Let's take it to where we can get him. Yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll quickly talk about uh, X on the Beach here. Um, All right. Now I know a lot about this one. You know a lot about the stuff that's going on with this. First of all, this is the first season that I've ever watched. I told you that before. So, Thank you. Like, I don't know anything that's like, it's a very new situation for me, and I don't know how the show works. So it's it's very entertaining to watch. And then you were like, oh, I don't show up till week three. And it's like, why should I be watching week one and two then? Yeah. Um, and it's a very interesting format. Um, I enjoy the show. Uh, how did you enjoy your time being uh, being there? <laughs> In terms of like, was the, did you, how different of an experience is that, I guess, for the people who are fans of yours from the challenge to being on this show? Okay, so any experience that you do, you always walk away with, like, those memories. Like, you know, when you look back on it, it wasn't that bad. You know, I had some jokes here and there. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> like, the last few weeks, not even weeks, because it doesn't really film for that long. It only films for about four weeks, so I was there for only about three. Uh, the last week and a half of my stay at that show was all-time Worst situations I've ever been in. <laughs> oh, All no. time. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea what I was signing up for. You know, like, I knew the show was kind of crazy. So, like, I was excited to be around, like, other crazy people because that's yeah. where I thrive. Yeah. I, I do love chaos. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. If you don't have chaos in your life, are you even living? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like, a shirt that you need to make. And you definitely don't, believe, like, belong on this show, Kaplan Twins. But... Whoa, um, shots fired. Hot take. But... <laughs> It's, you know, I came in there thinking that I was going to be a single. Uh-huh. And trust me when I say this, that they definitely treat the singles differently than they treat the exes. Oh. Yeah. So you walk in there and all these singles got their whole, like, head inflated as to who they are, Devin. And then, oh, you know. Another hot take. <laughs> and I, I don't sit well with that. You know, I'm sitting there being like, bitch, this is my show. Like, what the hell? <laughs> if I'm on the show, it's obviously about me. Come on, guys. Yeah, like, hello. I didn't show up to be a pawn. Ha- have you met me? Yeah. <laughs> You're not sending me home this early. Let's be honest. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm running this house. Yeah. Have you Definitely. seen me on my other television program? <laughs> it's just unfortunate because, like, every other show that I've done thus far, like, they never show how intelligent I am. Mm. I know what's going on before it goes on always, yeah. all the time. Being as intuitive as I am, I can read people before I have to start reading people. You know, like I know what they're going to say, I know what their next move is going to be. And like, depending on what they do, I have my reactions ready. How does the, how does the house experience, I guess, tr- vary from a challenge house to the X and the beach house? Obviously it seems like a much nicer location in Malibu <laughs> than maybe a, a Thailand jungle. Um, but how does the house experience vastly differ? It, it appears well, there's a whole lot more hooking up on this show than there is sometimes on a challenge show, depending on yeah. who the cast is. But For sure. So, I mean, here's the thing. I signed up for the show. I was like, great. I don't have to run, <laughs> I, I think. You know, I don't, I don't have to run. That's sick. Uh, Point one for me. 
you know, like I'm not going to be eliminated jokes on me because I come in as an ex. So like now the whole time I'm thinking I have to be eliminated. (laughs) Um, like they really know how to put me in my like sweet spots. That's for sure. MTV knows what they're doing with my fucking head. And then, (laughs) uh, and on top of it, like I've never, even when I had boyfriend, like on the show with Rob and stuff, like I'm not someone that is very, very vulnerable you know, if something pisses me off in real life, especially in terms of like love or dating, I remove myself from the situation. Oh, okay. Whereas here, you, you can't. can't. Yeah, you you literally can't because then your contract goes to shit. You don't get paid, and I just made an ass of myself on TV. So, oh, so l- l- did you have anything in your contract if your weave got damaged? What could happen? No, I didn't. Uh, I'm f- pissed about it. I'm pissed. Have I should have had way more. Marie. Well, that's not, it's not really my thing planning. I'm working on it, (laughs) you know? And then you have these people that like, you know, can, are able to manipulate storylines based on their ability to speak in confessionals and stuff like that. And looking back on the experience, I don't take back anything I did, like nothing I said, whatever. However, I, out of all of the shows that I've done, this has been my biggest learning experience as a human being. 100%. 100%. 100%. What do, you, what do you feel like you, you learned? Took out of it? Yeah. Um, well, this, this kind of came from my mom, but I've been kind of harping on it because she's like so mad that I curse so often. Um, <laughs> because the second that I start cursing or the second that I start getting loud, it discredits everything that I'm saying. It makes me sound mm. unintelligent. You know, like all of any points that I have, like kind of go out the window. And now I'm a bully, right? If I want to say, right. hey, I think you're weird versus, hey, you're fucking weird. There's a whole different tone in that. <laughs> it comes across very differently. You're right. It and it also it also looks like you're defensive as well. And exactly. Not trying to make a point, it's you're trying to attack someone. So that's a that's a very good point. Yeah, so what I'm working on personally is just like in everyday life is like before because I'm very very quick-witted. Uh and I, I, I say things before they kind of like settle in. Okay. It's just taking that like one step back to understand the question, understand like why I did something and then articulate it in a way that like makes sense to people whether they hate me or not. So it's like it's like getting an email, writing your response and then reading it back before hitting send and maybe taking out a few explanation points. For sure. <laughs> yeah. A lot of exclamation points and maybe some like bold letters that you yeah, decided to put in like there. The, the bold or the all caps in a work email, not yeah. the not the best idea. Not good. It's not, not a good, good look. Maybe with your buddies or you're with your girls, it's fine. In yeah. a group check, in a group chat, it's fine. Not for the work email. So you got to know the environment. Yep. That's yes. good. Okay. Know the environment. Know your enemy. Mm. That's another thing. You know, like. I, I like to consider myself a very guarded person, but I haven't been doing it correctly. Okay. Because again, back to communicating, like it, it really, it can make or break, especially on a reality show, like how people perceive you and how yeah. things could be manipulated. And last and finally, definitely not least, <laughs> is that you have to remember that people don't have the same heart as you. Oh. And that you might see something in them but you're not seeing what they're showing you. Oh my God. 
So profound. Right? It's just like, you know, like for me, like I like to be very optimistic with the people that I care about. You know, there's things that maybe it's like how I was brought up or I'm old school that I just wouldn't do to people that I care about, regardless if production suggested something or anything like that. I'm not going to throw you under the bus. It's not worth it to me. Right. But that is not the case in life. Mm. at all or on especially on reality tv shows so you're saying maybe people on the show did choose to do that maybe somebody that was potentially close decided to just heed the word of production which you know it's not yeah it's not nicely it's It's, it's not it's not nice and you know when someone shows their true colors especially on hgtv (laughs) (laughs) believe them the first time yeah Oh, that's that's a that's a good way of putting it as well. It, it yeah. seems like the, the dynamics of that show are conducive for for you to find out a lot of like fundamentally. Yeah. If you're just watching it as pure entertainment value, it's it's like a delicious morsel of entertainment value for the watch. Yeah. Because it's set up perfectly. Like, I mean, the last episode that aired, not the one that's airing tonight as we record this. But like the, I, I, again, I'm terrible with names. The two people go on a date and like the guy, uh, his ex has come back in. They, they're mending stuff. And then all of a sudden, like the guy that the girl that he lives with, which is basically his fuck buddy, she just mm-hmm. like shows up at the picnic. And I'm like, of course she would. I mean, they're in a good situation. So now she shows up in a bikini at, at a picnic to ruin the date. Because it's yes. it's perfectly set up, it's perfectly produced in that way, of like, what's the worst situations we can put these people in? But yeah. from your perspective, I also feel like as somebody on the show, if you were to really look at it or extrapolate it, as from like a psychologist or uh, or a therapist perspective, it mm-hmm. it probably puts you in a very good perspective of finding stuff out about yourself that mm-hmm. maybe a different situation or a different show would not get you to realize about yourself. A hundred percent. And at the end of the day, you're only filming for so long and you have to come to a conclusion about someone that you like, is this your next or whatever? Yeah. To be honest, like do people even ask each other to be boyfriend and girlfriends these days? Like, I feel like it's something that kind of progresses over a long period of time. You know, you chill, you hang out, you know, but you don't really say it because like it's whatever, you know, and then you go meet their family and you're like, this is my girlfriend, you know, like that kind of stuff. So like, you know, they show, they keep showing me saying that like, do I want to be committed to Devin? Like, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, maybe down like the fucking line, <laughs> but not in three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Not like, like immediately I know, not, on this show. No, like no way. Like that's not happening. Also, like he lives in Boston. I live in New York. I said this to you earlier. Like I don't do long distance. Yeah. I'll fucking take an Uber to my corner. Like that is who <laughs> I am. You know, so somebody and has like, to move in basically in a few apartments above you. Basically. Yeah. hundred percent. You. you know, you. and then, and then you just see other, other shit that like, you didn't really know about a person like who's right. being like really thirsty on Instagram and like not the person that you thought they were, you know, and just like all of these people just like now, you know, that the show's over and like, you know, they have the Anthony Martin and Shannon situation, which I'm sure you saw. You know, like the whole time he was, they were cuddling up when he left the show, they were in a relationship. They didn't show any of that, but because he wanted to seem like the man, he came in there with a plan to kind of like shun Shannon. So, so they were in a relationship like he, before the show started. 
No, no, no. They okay. were not. Okay. But when he got voted out, they had agreed that they were going to be back together and working on things. When they left. Or when yeah, he so left. even if he went home, whatever, right. you know, they, they would kind of, I guess, yeah. remain faithful, for lack of a better word. He could have been just doing that because he's an asshole. Who knows? So I feel like this is so this is a situation that's been happening on the Bachelor in Paradise. Is there mm-hmm. so much that happens outside of the world? This is what we were talking about earlier. Outside the world of the show that it's yeah. near impossible for you to keep up with these people because they're having actual real relationships in the real world. And now you want to bring them into this situation where it's like, we're going to pair you up with people and hope that you get along. Well, what you don't know is like they were hooking up outside of the show. They knew mm-hmm. that they were going on and they just decided, mm-hmm. all right, we'll do this. But then they're also like, you know, maybe hooking up with some other people as well at the same time that you're not aware of. And then they get pulled into the environment and it's like, you got to tell us what happened outside for me to believe any of this can be real. Yeah. When you're saying people get engaged and you have weddings on the show, like, yeah. I don't know what these people are doing outside. So the biggest thing was there was a guy on, he had hooked up with like two girls in two nights. Both the girls were upset about it. And then it was like, you know, we were just hanging out. Like, I didn't know what was going on. The end of the season of The Bachelor last year was a guy who said like, oh, is this just this girl that I was hanging out with? Like, I, yeah, I told her I'd be back after the show that I'd be going on just to promote my music career and everything. And yeah. then she was like, no, we went on like two trips with each other. You don't do that yeah. as just a friend that you're hanging out with and hooking up with. You don't like my parents bought us a fucking trip. We went on a yeah. trip together. So my thing, yeah. you brought up a very good point. DTR, define the relationship. Yeah. It will well, save that, you so much time and energy and mental stress if you just say, be like, hey, what are we doing? And fundamentally for me as a guy, yeah. I feel like we have five like categories of a relationship. I yeah. feel like ladies have like 35. Yeah. And we're, we're in very different like mental spots of where a relationship could be. And I think that's what causes people to 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 get fucked up unless you're like, hey, I want to date you. Yeah. I just want it to be you. I'm not going to see anybody else while we're doing this because I feel like that's out of respect for you. Yeah. And then she's well, like, I mean, oh, that's nice. <laughs> I, I mean, exactly. So, for instance, like, a lot of people didn't believe that me and Devin ever had kind of, like, anything because yeah. they never seen it before. Correct. Right? But, like, that's not really relevant to the shows that we've been on, you mm-hmm. know? Do they want to show me, like, joking around and chasing Devin for a fucking full episode? No. <laughs> you know? Well, but, maybe like, now that you do, they have 90 minutes on the show, Marie. Yeah, well, we'll see. Um, But, like, so whatever. But, like, if you're watching the show and you think that I'm faking my feelings, Hmm. if I can choose, if I'm going to act any type of way, (laughs) do you think I'm going to choose to look like a fucking idiot? Like, if I could choose who I wanted to be on that show, I would be a bad bitch. Yeah. I would have... I would have been out the second that like anything didn't go my way. Yeah. You know, and with the Devin situation going into it, like I really, really trusted him as a friend against the better judgment of some of our mutual friends who were like, <laughs> right, like this is, this is Devin you're talking about. You know, this is showman Devin. And I was like, no, like, you know, it's not going to be like that. So yeah, it's not like what, he recorded a cameo and said, I'll be on your podcast and then just doesn't show up ever for the podcast. It's yeah. not like an animal would do that to somebody. Exactly. Devin. And like my last thing about this, because the whole six thing has been really annoying. Yes. Let's talk about there, that then. Bring up. There's a, yeah. Yeah. There, there's a couple of points point. to this, right? Okay. First and foremost, 
my point, uh, what they kind of show on the show, is that if you care about anybody and you are on a national television show, you are not rating them a six. It's just, it's just for anything. Come on, for anything. That's why I kept saying you at least owe me a seven. Like, you know, like at least it's, <laughs> uh, that was my whole point. You know, it's like, don't give me a fucking six. Who the fuck do you think you are? So a seven you would have been okay with. Yeah. A seven is respectable. A six Seven's is disrespectful. Okay. A six, a six is basically right after five. You know what five is? Nothing. You might as well give me a one. <laughs> Literally. I'm a one. Okay. So now you have that situation. Then you have the other situation of, first of all, sir, um, in a relationship, I'm pretty sure we both get to say here. So this isn't about what you're going to tell me what I'm worth. You know, like you're calling me a six, but how do you know I even want to be in this kind of situation with you? You're acting like an asshole. Mm. I'm not the one to play with. Yeah. You know, n nobody should ever feel good about being rated. Yeah. Who, who the fuck are you, God? Like you're asking, you're asking for problems when you start rating people with numbers because it's always been the lower the number, the worse the thing is. I see what he was trying to do, and I've explained this before. I see what he was trying to do, but too. But he we went had about the it the wrong way. This is always exactly. how it comes across. You went about it the wrong way. What you could have done is maybe just, like, drawn a line. That might have been easier. You, you could have said, you could have said, I don't know where this is going, Marie. I like our friendship. Like, we've had multiple conversations about prior to, like, any of the, like, yeah. prior to it and during it that they don't, they don't show. Right. You know, I know that he's not fucking ready to be in a relationship. He just had gotten out of a very serious one. He has a lot of shit going on. Like, yeah. I don't want you to be my boyfriend, asshole. He's trying so to launch a clothing company, Marie. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. But then what really, really got me, and if I'm being completely honest with the world. Because that's who is you that are. I was completely suspect of Devin walking into the house. I came in there. He thought who he was because he had a bunch of these stupid minions being like, oh, Devin, you know, he's the single, this and that. And the second that he started saying, it started off with him being like, um, I'm not going to just have sex with you because I, because you like me. Mm. Excuse me? <laughs> the, so you're, you're saying, all right, so you're, now I'm a pity fuck, one. Oh, boy. Two. Now you're going to call me a six on national television. And this is where like my fucking, you know, those ears pop up or whatever the saying is that like now you're on high alert. Right. Because you're expecting this from this person that they're going to try to manipulate the storyline to make you look like an idiot, to make oh. you look like the crazy person. Right. You know, and then you call me a six on national television <laughs> and I'm supposed to be your friend and you're trying to embarrass me. And then he tr he's he tried to explain it a couple times, and it he's he's still trying to defend what he did and how he went about it. When like you could have been like, "Listen, I was trying to explain this. I went about it the wrong way, and I'm sorry about that. I was trying to be like, you know, it's either here or here. You know, we're either on the left brain, and or that's the right all brain. I asked him to do. Yeah. that's all I asked him to do, and not and not kind of do it from a different perspective of. Yeah, and then you want to double ratings. down at the end of the episode. Numbers aren't great. Nobody likes yeah. to be called a number. Even yeah, if it's a now, nine, you're like, what doesn't make me a 10 asshole? Yeah, well, there's two things that has happened from him scaling me. One, all these fucking motherfucking trolls love to say I'm a six now because the majority of the world realizes six is not a compliment. <laughs> and two, I have never been called a 10 more than I have since that, a <laughs> that girl. episode. That then, yeah, so thank you for all the people out there who have been so kind because 
there if there's one takeaway from that it's you know there are other normal people in this world marie on a scale from bad podcast co-host to great podcast host 10 yeah I'm gonna have to I need a sound bite of this shit oh oh we'll we'll sound about it you can blast okay, this all over your social yeah you can go to town and you know De- Devin knows Devin knows my fucking weaknesses because I told them what it was I was right. like you know we can either leave here as friends or we can leave here as something more yeah but I don't want to leave here as not friends. Okay. You know, like, it's not worth it to me. I think we have a really good relationship. And I laid it out for him what yeah. he shouldn't do yeah. to piss me off. I gave him all of the material he needed. So what I guess you're saying then is that this didn't, you're, you're not currently in a relationship with Devin. <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is if you miss <laughs> the next four episodes after tonight, you are missing the greatest Marie show that you've ever seen. That is a very hot take, Marie. That listen, because we've had some great. I don't Marie, know what it's gonna say, but great this Marie is gonna be it. Yeah, we've had some great moments from you in the past. Yeah. So if you're saying this is on that level, if not better, this yeah. is must-watch television. There, I said. I'm absolutely gonna lose my shit. I'm oh my gonna god. cry. Oh my god. I hate crying and all this shit, but I'm still going to manage to remain. Hilarious. Mm, that's what we want. So. That's what we expect of you. We expect and that's that. what I get. We love it. We want it. We want more of it. It's fantastic. Uh, I mean, we could talk for seven hours, but I know, we, I know. We, we gotta, we gotta let I these gotta people go. like get back to work. They're listening to this podcast for nearly two hours. Like, yeah. we'll just have to tease like the next time that we'll bring you in. We'll bring you back after the season's over, and then like you can give us like your full thoughts on the entire cast. Um, oh, for sure. Because you know, I know you have some takes on people, as if that's uh, yeah. like anything to not be expected from you. <gasps> yeah, and, and I'm practicing we'll... my, ta- my takes, so watch out, motherfuckers. Yes. She's practicing her hot takes. And, and articulated Marie is a dangerous Marie. Let's just put it Whoa. that way. <laughs> so many knowledge bombs have been dropped on this podcast <laughs> for you today. Like, I feel it's like been real. I- I feel like I had a good therapy session today. Like me too. I'm about you you to go told me so many like great more. profound thoughts that like yeah. are just like they opened my mind. It's like it's like I was living in a dark room and somebody just opened the blinds and I was like, oh my god, look at all. Welcome to the challenge. <laughs> I don't as much as I like. There's a reporter who got to go who I'm very you know, upset with because I've DM'd her a couple times. She's seen my message and be like, hey, come on, talk yeah. about your experience, like going there as a reporter and tell us some stuff she hasn't done it i would like to go but i don't think i'd be able to manage it because i would just i'd get no i probably could i'd have a smile on my face the entire time i couldn't be on the show of course because i would just lose my shit but i well but, everyone will lose their shit that's why i hate the haters so i'm like yeah. all right you want to sit here and you, you want to be like this, this but like yeah i'd like to see yeah, you yeah. do this shit yeah, yeah go ahead try you won't be able to do it yeah it's you like, have Elmo as your default, default, bro. Like, don't come at me. Ah. You know? <laughs> like, have a real fucking picture before you have shit to say One of my me. favorite things is when people get at each other, like, they get at celebrities on Instagram, and then, like, the clapbacks from... There was one, I forgot who it was. They're like, I don't expect this type of content from you. I expect better. And the clapback was, this comes from somebody whose only content on their channel is, like, pictures of fucking dump trucks. 
that's li- and they yeah. had like a screenshot of like what they're fucking like yes. it was so good like you don't get to mm-hmm. talk about content when the only thing yeah. you're pushing out is photos of dump trucks just joined yesterday zero followers zero following and only tweeting at me bye motherfucker you a fan <laughs> we know all right well well guys this, pre- this wraps it up i'm gonna go prepare for this next one so yeah uh, we'll 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 have you back in a few weeks we'll talk about a yeah. few episodes from there um yeah i loved it i love the show always been a fan always will be a fan so well, we appreciate you we're always a fan of you thanks for making time for us today and uh, guys i forgot to tell you brooke was brooke brooke's vacationing that's why she's not here right now yeah so i'm filling in she's in she's in mexico she's probably five margaritas deep she's she's had a few white claws with vodka because she's you nah, know margaritas mexico's she's margaritas down. she's down she knows what she's doing and uh we'll we'll be back next week for for another recap until then, Marie, thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks All right, for guys, me. we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.